From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's The Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again. Number eight, number eight, fine. No. Yeah, we're good. Number 13, boys. Lucky uh, number 13. Number that 13. intro, I swear to God, you were going to come in Macho Man Randy Savage yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to tell yeah. you, brother. Let me tell you brother. something there, Macho Man. No, I don't know what I'm doing anyway. So welcome <laughs> back to the Power Move. This is Lucky Number Episode 13, boys. 13 with me as always. The always saucy midday Colt Amadon. What's happening, Colt? What's up? Back to it. Back to it. And, of course... Chris Conwell Esquire. Chris, what's happening? How are you? Living the dream. Living the dream. Boys, we got lots to talk about today. I mean, lots of stuff going on. So first of all, man, I, uh, as you know, I went to my mastermind group over the weekend and that's my big deal that I go do. The big, the big thing, the big cheese that I get to go do, uh, the Avengers mastermind. If, if you're not in a mastermind or you've never been in one and, and aren't familiar with what this is, it's basically where you go hang around with a bunch of people that have a bunch of knowledge. And for me, a good mastermind it leaves me feeling like I'm not doing enough. At least I come mm-hmm. back from it feeling like, oh shit, I got, I got to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got to, abs- I got to pull this together because if I don't, I'm just gonna, I'm falling farther behind. And that, and that's what I think a good mastermind does. This is a, <clears throat> it's a pretty high dollar ticket deal I go to, um, and around a bunch of very very smart people. And the first thing I got to tell you is is how the weekend got started. I don't know if I t- if you saw this on my stories, you saw what happened, but how how we got kicked off for the trip was not exactly a banner start to the old weekend. Um, we're <laughs> in Valet. start that way. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they're not. No, no, but this didn't, yeah, we're, we're in Valet and um, we're getting ready to, to, we pull up to McCarran, we're in Valet, I'm taking my wife with me on this one and we're, we're, we're getting to Valet and I'm running around the side trying to deal with the Valet. She's opening the back of her hatch, right? And as she's opening the hatch, I'm running around, I'm looking at the Valet and I turn and I run right into the corner of her hatch. Did see that, and it was one of those things where as soon as it happens, you just kind of know, like this ain't look, get, like, yeah, it looked like it crunched, <laughs> like a hit, and I was like, oh man, and I, I you know, I, I yelled f bomb, standing like, little ladies walking around, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> and I, and my wife thought I yelled because it hurt, and it did sting a little bit, but the reason I yelled is I just knew what was coming. And as I turned to my wife to ask her if it's bleeding, I could just feel the blood come running down. I'm not talking about one little trickle. No. I mean a stream. Come I'm a big down fan of the UFC, and skull bleeds aren't aren't yeah. ones that trickle. Oh, dude, yeah, it, it was like it was like Ric Flair steel cage, <laughs> Mick Foley <laughs> to Mick Foley blading myself up. It was brutal. I'm right? shocked that it got through your hair. Right, <laughs> you would think I my hair would have protected like a me. Protection, <laughs> you would have think it would have protected okay. me. It didn't. So anyway, I'm standing there in the valley, and my wife's like, just looks at me, kind of this white face, and she's like, "We can, we, we got to go to the hospital." And I go, "No, we're, 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 no, I'll be fine." Get so on I, a plane here, dude. The, the valet's come and hand me like a stack of paper towels, and I'm wiping all of this off of my face, and I'm trying to get it. I'm like matting my hair into it, kind of trying to get it to stop bleeding, so I can a calm her down, but b convince her it's okay for us to get on this flight. So I'm like, uh, "No, I think it's going to stop bleeding. I think it'll be. I think it just needs some pressure. <laughs> needs pressure. Here's that. Let's just let's just get to the airport and we'll see what happens. Let me see." Let's go. Let's get to the gate. We'll wait it out. Let's see where we're at. So we go in. I, I've got a, 
paper towel stuck to my head. It's covered in blood. It's like in my Fight face. Club where he it, shoots it himself through the throat. Exactly. Like, I need some gauze. <laughs> exactly. It's that same Fight Club look. I don't know how they let me through security. I have no idea. We get to the gate and I get there. I'm like, let me, let me just run to the bathroom and see what I'm working with. Let me just run over and see what I'm dealing with. So I run to the bathroom and I look and dude, and I start like just getting some water to try to like fix. Cause I'm just like, now I got blood stuck hair. and look like just, just <laughs> shoveled in every direction. I'm trying to get some of the blood out of my hair. It's blood all over the sink. People are like, what the, uh, like it's, is this a Greyhound station? <laughs> I'm at the airport. Where am I at here at this point? They can't quite get their head around it. The public bathrooms in Huntington. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Which oddly enough is where I was headed. I'm not the public restroom, but I mean, <laughs> in general. And, uh, and so <laughs> we get to the gate, we're sitting there and I've got like a, I've got like a, a rag on my head and I'm like, cause I'm pushing it slowly, but surely it's kind of bleeding less, right? Less as it's going along. And I'm like, all right. Um, you know, I tell him Gidget, I'm like, you know, we can, we can make it. We're, we're going to be fine. Look, we'll just get there. If it's still bleeding, I'll keep pressure on. It's fine. So we get on the plane. I kind of sneak past the flight attendants because I'm figuring open head wound right. is kind of a guaranteed kick you off the flight. I'm figuring it is. Something about it the Geneva Convention. Yeah, it, it, it is. So I get in my seat. I'm still holding, keeping pressure on it because, you know, that's going to stop it. And uh, anyway, we get to the hotel. We make it all the way there. And I go, let me take a video of it. Let me see what we're working with. And so she turns the video camera on. I look at it and I'm like, oh, she's like, is that? like coagulated and i think yeah. so i think that's actually the word <laughs> so we go we go to quick care in huntington beach which oddly enough my nevada insurance it was cheaper to go to quick care in california than it was here uh, it's a win yeah it's a win i don't know it's how they do it and of course they're like we're gonna put some staples in your head and i'm like okay see that's what you're not gonna do because <laughs> you know dr google i don't you know <laughs> I'm, I'm here to tell you how to facilitate <laughs> right. I'm not here to i read on web md yeah exactly read on web md and um, I and do it, my own research. I, I did exactly. So I'm like, you're going to glue me back together, and I'm out of here. So she brought in two nurses, and they pushed it together, and then she glued yeah. it, and was done. And I was like, I, and then she's like, you know, the staples aren't going to hurt. I'm like, I'm not scared of the staples. I don't want to have to come back to the doctor. I don't want you to shave my head as yeah. I'm going to this mastermind group is what I don't want to do. And so they glued me back together, and I was no worse for wear, and got got to the weekend, but. What I want to talk about today on today's show, let's get to it, is one of the things that I sat through that I think is super interesting and su it was super really cool was uh, one of the guys in my group, Ryan Stuman. he's known by the Hardcore Closer online. If you don't follow Stuman, go follow him. He's a good dude. Um, he's not for the faint of heart, as he probably uh, would say. He's not everybody's cup of tea, but he's pr probably your shot of tequila. Um, but Stuman did a deal where at one point he went up and he just said, hey, these are my 21 rules of money. And you think to yourself, man, I, you know, I'm good with money. I don't, you know, this is why are we teaching elementary stuff? And some of it was rudimentary. Some of it was stuff like, yeah, you could tell your kids don't get it. And then a couple of these on these lists, when he said it, it was very profound for me. And I was like, wow. So first and foremost, this is not my list. This is Ryan Stuman's list. I want to give full credit. The opinions of Ryan Stuman, no. not the opinion of John. No, no, no. It's, it's not. It's not that counselor. Yeah, no. What it is is I, I loathe when people hear something interesting and then try to yeah, pass it off on sure. their own. Yeah. This is one hundred percent Stuman credit. One hundred percent hardcore closer. So, let's jump into them. So, what I want to do is I'm going to kind of lay them out. This is if we can get right into this now. Or Colt has some new equestrian Olympic thing. He needs no, to I just this reminded me of something that happened four score and seven years ago. Actually, yeah. <laughs> when I was stealing people's thoughts. <laughs> yeah, when you're so <laughs> back in back in the day. No, I, I just you almost hit me in the parking lot. And well, that was intentional. <laughs> yeah, but I thought you noticed that I was pretty quick on my feet and pretty athletic. <laughs> that I thought maybe you would have. 
Be like, hey, you know what? After seeing that, you jogged really fast. Okay, okay. You could be a okay. All right, Olympian I'll, I'll, jogger. I, I'm taking that as a challenge now in the parking oh lot God. to see how athletic you are. I wasn't really trying to hit you. You but couldn't now, hit me, but, if you but now I will. Even <laughs> if I just did the speed walk technique, you okay. ain't hitting me. Assumption of risk, Colt. I know exactly. He just he's assuming the risk for this situation. So I'll say this. I'll say I, I'm pretty sure. Like I wasn't trying. I have a better chance of being able to run you over with my car than you do of be a, a speedwalker. No way. No way. If right. a, anybody wants to take me Jeez. up, you name gr- your sport, you know I will take. This you is what's on. known as an illegal contract, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> illegal contract. Thank you. Is, it, is this illegal? Is this kind this? of? You know what me and John used to do? And we need to bring it back. We used to have uh, little bets on Fridays. We did have Friday bets. We, although you, we made one of uh, John's. Uh, Right hand women. Yeah, my assistant. Could she squeeze into the mini fridge? Mini fridge. That she is did. a great challenge. Well, she's like that five isn't, nine. That isn't like intentional infliction of like damage with a vehicle. No, I mean, but he's not catching me. If that's I, the thing. At some point, some he's point asked, assumption look, risk, yeah, Colt. I mean, we can drop something saying, up. I, I, mean, I, I, some point I he's will. Asking for it. <laughs> Go ahead. Take me on, you guys, with any car <laughs> you want. Just, oh, my God. I mean, what is happening? This is off to run over. Number 13 is just off the rails already. Sorry, guys. All right. Okay. Because it won't be a 14. Well, the good news is this is definitely going to be evidence used. This will be evidence. So let's jump right into these rules. Um, I wrote them down as he was saying, and I thought it was good. So we'll, we'll I'll tell you what they are, and then we'll discuss them real quick. So it says, when uh, – uh, let's go back. That was the wrong page. Hang on. Let me get on the right page here real quick. Oh. Again, there we go. Anybody want to take me on sports? No, no, let's no, no. Go. It was uh, – the first rule was live on 70%, invest 20%, and give 10% is what it was. And – you know, he ties 10% to his church. If you're not in a church, give to charity, do what those things are. And I like that. Um, you know, living on 70%, always living on 70% of your means, you know, paying yourself first and, and, and living with it. I think in this day and age, way too many people, and I'm going to give Gary V credit for this one, and it's I'm still from him as well, is he, I like a comedy says, he goes, people go broke buying shit they don't need to impress people they, they don't, don't know. know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's an old saying. Yeah. I don't I'm not even sure if that's Gary V's. Really? Yeah. That is actually that, might have been a Socrates club. said that. Is that, fight club? Is that Socrates <laughs> buying shit to impress people that you don't? Yeah, I think that is actually a Tyler Durdenism. But is anyway, it a Tyler Durdenism? I'm pretty sure it is. But the point remains. Who would have thought Fight Club would have made it into the uh, show twice in the first like eight minutes? I mean, I would have put money on it. It's one of the most <laughs> pro- profound <laughs> movies of the 20th century. Um, so, yeah, that that is completely a reasonable way to go. I had a conversation with someone today talking about how kids, 52 percent of Young adults live with their parents, which is the highest ratio mm-hmm. of that statistic since the Great Depression, even including the Great Depression. Really? 52% wow. of young adults live with their parents, which is completely understandable because we live in a culture where people don't live on first right. off their means. What constitutes a young adult? Is that like under 25 Probably or under like 25. My, like what I got an 11 year old that thinks she's 35? No, which I mean, literally <laughs> legal adult. A legal adult. Okay, legal yeah. adult, right? Okay, where kids it. don't move out at 18 anymore. They move at 19. Have you met an 18 year old lately? <laughs> if you They're wanna, not the same yeah, buddy, as a couple of decades I promise ago. you this. You want to come see two 18 year olds that are moving out? I'll show them to you. Come to my house. My kids are well aware. You got till 18. You're out at 18? Oh, yeah. I will pay for school. Or I'll pay for this, but you ain't living at home past eighteen. What about college? No college. I'll pay. You'll for pay that. for their of lodging absolutely. somewhere else. I, I, absolutely. But you want them to get out at eighteen to go absolutely. live their life. Absolutely. And, and as long as they're in school and doing what they're doing, I will invest, support, and do and do those things. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not doing the twenty five year old living off me. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. But are you saying that because you don't want them going to UNLV? 
No, 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 because they lived here. No, no, no. Even if they went to UNLV, they're out. You're going to go live in the dorm. Go live in the dorm. Go live in an apartment. Hundred percent. Rather pay for an apartment. Yes, I would. Yes, I absolutely would. And here's what. And here's why. Because I think you know anymore. I think you go to college to learn how to be an adult. Sure. Right. I mean, most in most cases, unless you're a professional like yourself, we talked about this in the past. Right. You're not going to learn anything in those classes that you're practically practically going to apply into day to day life. Right. But you're going to learn how to do an adult. You're I don't learn how to think too. I, yeah, you're learning how to think, and I don't think you're you're able to do that if mom's doing your laundry and making your. Oh, oh I, I I completely don't disagree with that. I think yeah, eighteen buying is laundry. Is, uh, or, I think eighteen is a little young now because there are no expectations of maturity at eighteen. I, there just aren't. I know 17-year-olds that weren't allowed to work. Their parents like, you're not allowed to work. You'd have to take the car and be out at night. Oh, no, no, just no. helicoptering. Nope, not yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, again, I think I think that's just that. I think it's, I think if you look at a lot of how mid-20-year-old folks act these days, they're a product of that environment. Yeah, and my, my, my kids are just not going to be a product of that. So that's good. So Yeah, totally agree with the 70-20-10, though. Yeah, 70-20-10. And, and here's what I thought was interesting. If you're somebody that's like, man, I, you know, I couldn't afford to give 10 he flipped that in a weird, interesting way from the stage. And he was like, look, here's the deal. Even if you've never given 10%, like, trust me, if you do it, you won't miss it. Like you won't even realize that you did it. Right. And then it almost becomes like a flex that you can give away 10% of your income and you don't even notice. Here's the thing though, in all fairness, you guys are talking about individuals that are highly ambitious. Like you were saying, you're going yeah. to a room where, you know, you don't want to be the most ambitious person in any room you're in. No. So he's not giving this speech the kids who are at Starbucks trying to pay college tuition. But no, 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 but, but, he, but, he, but he fucking should be. Parents need to give this, these lessons to your kids. I, I'm actually yeah. speaking. It's so funny how, how the world works. I'm doing, uh, I got invited to speak for uh, NAREP, the National Association of Hispanic Realtors, and they want me to speak on wealth building and, and money management is what they want me to talk to their agents about. And I said, cool. And then I went and sat through this and I'm like, perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Stuman. I have to prep for the speech now. I'm just going to roll this out because honestly, this is the best. When you, when you hear some of this stuff, it's the best information ever. Some of it's very basic, like I said, but let's move on. Yeah. Number two, if you can't buy something with cash, don't buy it. Totally agree. Oh, Live yeah. by that. Don't buy it at all. If you can't buy it, I mean, for me, honestly, I take that a little bit further, which is if you can't buy it twice, don't buy it. Mm -hmm. And I also think if it's an, if it's something that's a luxury or not a necessity purchase, wait four days to buy it. Like, totally. Go see it. Think about how you feel about it in four days if you still want to go buy it. He's talking about anything other than obviously the one thing where you should use leverage is real estate. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Anything okay. that's not a mortgage. Yeah, that's anything that's, that's not yeah, a mortgage. Hundred percent. I, I financed one car in he my said, life. Yeah, he said cars, car, cars, and real estate. Was but I financed days. one car one time because my credit was hurting because I'd never financed the car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it wasn't hurt, but it, just, right, it was yeah. like how do you Need how do you increase your yeah. credit? Yep. Now this this next one was something that I thought was was kind of out there. Well, not out there, but I just was like, wow, okay, cool. Never keep more than six months of living expenses in the bank ever. Hmm. And here's why. Interesting. Here here was the thought process behind it. Your cash that you have in the bank will never be worth more than it is right now. Right. Yep, Tomorrow true. it's going to be worth less. Every day you leave it sitting there right. in, a, in a banking facility, it's it becomes worth less. Yeah, inflation is a is a real real thing. Real, yeah. real killer. Yeah, it's oh, a real especially killer, especially this year. Yeah, so you've <laughs> got to get that money out into the world, working into appreciating assets or cash flowing assets as soon as possible. If you leave yeah. it sitting in a bank, you're nuts. And in the reality of it was, you know, some so so many of us in that room that have. You know, you get a little bit of a big lifestyle. You get have a lot of responsibilities. You have this. You tend to want to, you know, you feel like, oh, I'll sleep better at night if I see 
big bank accounts. Right. Mm-hmm. So I know that, you know, I can go two years and not have to worry about anything. But the reality of it is, and what he said was, he goes, dude, everybody in this room, you're a hustler. Like, yeah, you're, you're no matter what happens, you would turn yeah, it around yeah. in six months. Yeah. That's, that's a really great point. And uh, just from a legal point, you don't want to have that much cash on hand to be sued anyway. Yeah. 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 Which is, which would be, so I, which would be I, you said 12 months of living expenses. Six. You, but you Six. said you personally, and a couple yeah. shows ago, it's too many have twelve. Too many. That's and, I I, I'm, and I'm reevaluating that. That's yeah. interesting. I actually have Six. Truth, be, truth be told, I got more than that. I have more than that cash in around, which right. is just dumb. <laughs> it is. It's not. It's not useful. I, I sit there daily, and that bothers me. Yep. Right. Like I'm the same way as probably John. I'm, I'm on board more. with all these so far. I think they're yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Don't waste money. I thought that was pretty obvious. Don't just waste it on frivolous things. Respect money. Uh, the next one, don't spend money based on emotion. Uh, just because you like something or, or if you want to invest in a product, if you love the person and the person's one of your best friends, don't invest in their business because you're friends. No. Invest because you like the model, you like the product, you think you understand the ROI, you know there's going to be a good exit on it. <clears throat> Make sure you're making your, your business investments based on solid data and not emotion whatsoever. Literally couldn't agree 100%. more on that yep. one too. Yeah. All right. Um, when investing, do your own due diligence. Um don't just take somebody else's word for it. Do your own due diligence. Never use a credit card or carry a credit card balance unless the interest rate is zero. If the interest rate is zero, you can use it to leverage to do other things, but never carry a credit card balance. I totally agree with that. Uh, if you have a credit card, you should really just be using it uh, to points. pay off balances points, every yeah. month, using and it for points. points. Yeah, using it for points. And we're going to have your, your point hacker on here at some point Let's do soon, it, which is great. Um, but yeah, you should do that. Never spend more than you can afford to impress others. I thought that was obvious. We just talked about that. Um, and this was the uh, this was the int- this is where it started kind of getting interesting. And this is like one of my lessons for my kids: treat every dollar you get like you worked for it. I like that. What I mean by that is like so often, like people are like, "Oh, I get a you know, I get a dollar, I get money yeah. from grandma on a card." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I immediately think I need to run to the mall. And just buy some nonsense with it. You make equivocations if it wasn't from a check. Yeah, you're like, well, I didn't earn it, which is exactly why, you know, lottery winners come out broke. broke. You're always broke. Because they're like, well, I didn't didn't work for it. So if you treat every dollar you ever get like you actually had to go to work for it. Well, it's like Tosh says. Daniel Tosh, the comedian, goes, Mm -hmm. there's a reason lottery winners go broke. And that's because if they were any good at fucking money, they wouldn't be playing the lottery. lottery. (laughs) Buy lottery tickets. That's true, too. (laughs) No, no kidding. They wouldn't have that. Um, never have more than $1 in your, I'm sorry, never have more than, I'm sorry. <laughs> never have more than $1 I, in your bank account. You know, I was I, like, I where's this one going? No, I should have been a doctor because I can't read my own handwriting, which like, is crazy. Hmm, okay, where's this Never one leave all your money in one bank account. And I preach this mm-hmm. religiously. Yeah. This is something that I religiously preach. Um, whenever... I'm talking to new agents or new people that are coming, especially in real estate is so important because in real estate, you get these big checks, man. And, and I see it all the time where realtors get a big check and they go on what's called the real estate roller coaster, which is, you know, I'm broke and I work and I get a huge check and yeah, I'm rich, I'm rich. And they don't work and they don't work. And then they get broke and they go up and down and up and down and up and down. So just like this, you need to have what it takes for you to exist on the planet in cash in one bank account. And that's the account you see if you go to the ATM, yeah. the card. That's the account you see when you pull it up. Your other accounts for saving stuff, you don't even need to see those and forget they even exist. Mm-hmm. Because here's what happens. Mentally, you start to see those big balances. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, I can I can, I can, I can, I can relax that. and drink scotch in the middle of the day. I don't need to do anything. 
Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I'm comfortable. I don't have to do anything. I can relax. And, hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Hypothetically yeah. speaking. Yeah. <laughs> not towards anybody at this point. Yeah, not, not towards anybody let's that's sitting him, at this. Let's pretend bold. 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 Is here. Let's pretend that. No, but but you just mentally get to a place where you're not prepared. That's I mean, very smart. Well, well advised. Where, so, I mean, how many accounts do you have? I have seven, eight accounts, but I do keep too much cash in two of them. Yep. Yep. But it's not, but you do you see it often or no? The, no, I don't. And I intentionally don't look. Okay. I'm one of those people where I have taken steps personally to take, so my 401k is now all in cash, but that's mm -hmm. sitting in an investment account. And I don't like spend from it. Yeah. Right. But I want to take it out in cash because it's self-directed. I'm going to buy real estate with it. Mm -hmm. um, I have two other accounts that have too high a balances of cash. And the reason why, first off, you don't have all your cash in one account is because um, was it the uh, FDIC only insures yeah. up to fifty thousand of it in case something happens. Yeah, to your bank. So you should never carry more than fifty in an account anyway, even if it is your um, right. Uh, your living takes six months of living. Maybe yeah. you're nuts nine thousand. Still, you should yeah. only keep fifty in there. What about you, Cole? How many how many bank accounts you got? Uh, probably five. Five. Yeah. Probably. Do you do you, pre, do you follow this? Do you keep just enough in there to pay? Yeah. You know what I? I'm don't. sorry. Let me back up. Does a vet let you have an account yeah, with money? Yeah. I mean, I, she, do do? Don't, she don't let me see anything. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, I also probably keep too much cash um, in accounts, and I think a lot of that has to do from the 2008. 2009 mm. days. Yeah. I, I think a lot of us, you know, realize how quick that happened. So yeah, I'm probably with you guys, probably five accounts, hey, but I, I don't, I, I keep, I pay myself X a year and that's my, my, yeah. my spending money. That's I, it. I know I don't because thankfully, you know, I don't, I don't really have to, but I don't live lavish. Like I don't yeah. spend a lot on crazy stuff. I don't buy a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I don't have like, cause like I said, I won't buy a car unless I pay cash. Yeah, I bought my wife a car because I thought it was a good deal, and instead of buying it, because I I save, I don't, I'm not a big spender. Um, I don't go out and blow stuff. I don't go out and blow it on expensive stuff. I have the things I want. And yep. That's enough. That's enough. Know. That's good. All right. Well, here's the one. This is the one that literally everybody was talking about. That we go from like super basics. This is gonna kind of screw your head up. So first bit. off, I'm guilty of some of these already. Yeah, no, oh, no, 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 no. So, well, 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 let me let me hit you with this one because this is the one that that I think everybody in the room was just like, huh? Because especially being in the business run of real estate, here it is: never work for the same dollar twice. Now, what he means by that is he goes, look, if, <sighs> hang on, that. hang on. If he goes, look, if <laughs> I earn a dollar in my main business, if I earn a dollar, right? If I go out and I have to work, if I have to show up at a job and I earn this dollar in, and I take my money and I go, cool, I'm going to go flip this house. And then I invest that the dollar that I just earned and I go out and I invest it in this house I'm going to flip. But then I got to go chase down the contractors. I got to go over there when the shit hits a fan. I got to go run the squatters out. I got to deal with all this. I'm working to get my money back. <laughs> he goes, I'm working again to try to re-earn it. Mm. He goes, I will go out and earn money. I'll go flip houses. I'll lever money and I'll go flip houses. But the money that I earn, 100% of it, gets reinvested into hands-off, passive, either cash flow investments mm. or back into like loans or whatever else that it does. 100% pass flow. So what say you, Connell? I see you, I see you no, contemplating. I, I think that one's a really, like I understand what he's saying, but I don't think that actually pencils out because here's the saying: if if I want to invest in uh, if I if I earn fifty thousand mm -hmm. dollars and I want to buy 
uh, apartment unit, and I take that 10%, that 50 grand, I lever it into a half a million dollar building, 10%. Okay. $250,000 building, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just numbers don't matter. I'm not working for the same dollar twice. I'm working for the same 10 cents to get me another no, 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 90. No, 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 no. But, but here's the difference. Okay, okay. If you buy a hard asset, you buy an apartment building, mm -hmm. all right? Are you going to run around and collect the rents every month? So that that is something. So right now I'm doing that. Uh, You're physically running around no, collecting no, we're rents? We're buying a bunch of units, okay. standalones, all right. and I. And the third guy coming in, it's understood. So the first guy is lending him the money for it. Okay. I'm just passive. I'm just money in. Okay. So are you working for the I same dollar twice? The, the You're not. Dollar. I'm not doing it in that instance. So Exactly. But, <clears> but the point being is that's the type of deal you need to seek out. That's the situation yes, you seek out. And I agree in that deal. But here's the thing. If I wasn't a 40-year-old lawyer who earns my money by not doing things other ways, mm -hmm. right? If I, if I literally inherited 50 grand and I'm trying to build wealth, mm -hmm. you're going to have to work for your same dollar more than once when you're building wealth. You're going to have to because you're going to have to invest in yourself because it's – I understand the value of time, but I know people that it's better off for you to go be your own property manager at first so that you understand what's happening so you don't have to do that forever. Right. I think there's periods of time where that's true, but I think there are also periods of time where it's not. Like well, everything I do, I equivocate. Right. But there are times when you're going to need to collect the rent checks. You're going to need to be there doing evictions and justice court. So when you hire someone to do all that shit for you, you know when they're ripping you off or when they're not doing a good job. Well, let me well let me get back to another profound thing. It's not not part of Stuman's deal, but this was a whole other deal that somebody said. I don't remember who said this. Oh, you know who said this? Uh, I was at a breakout session um, with my group and uh, Chris Crone. Uh, from Utah, who's a gangster. If you don't follow Chris, go check him out too. What else is in Utah, John? All kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite restaurant? Oh, you know, you know, you know, it's not, you know, it's not awesome. Chili's. You suck it. See, I almost, I almost blocked it out and forgot about it. And bring it back like a wave of emotion. Just when I thought you were it, out. Just when I thought I was like, oh, yeah. it's not good. I'm not done with you, Chili's. I'm not done with you. Anyway, back to Chris Crone. If you don't follow him, uh, check him out. He's awesome, too. But during the breakout session, um, somebody at my table, because really what you do with these things, um, you sit through kind of a presentation through certain parts of it. There's speakers that come in, and we have some cool guests and stuff. Like, I mean, we had Tito Ortiz came in this time because we're in Huntington Beach, and that's like his place. And, uh, you know, they've had like, you know, we had Emmett Smith one time, and you know, just a lot of cool people come through and talk. Um, but, Primarily what you're doing is you break out into, into individual, individual groups several times with a lot of different people and you kind of unpack issues or challenges with your business and things that you're trying to overcome or whatever it is. And then use, utilizing the collective brain power at the table, which there's, there's a lot, you get someplace. And, and a guy was having trouble <clears throat> with justifying, or justifying replacing himself in his business. And Chris Crone dropped and said, here's an excellent exercise for that. Take out a pad. <clears throat> and just keep track of everything you do in a given week, whatever it may be, everything you do from answering emails to editing podcasts, to posting on Instagram, to all of the things that you do for your business, and then draw a line to the right of it and write how much you would pay somebody to do that job right. or how much you feel that you could get somebody to do that job. Now, when you lay all this out and you put all of those in order, I guess spreadsheet would be a better term. <laughs> Use a spreadsheet. But when you get that, so you can sort it. Use charcoal. You can sort it. Coming from the guy that's the papyrus most, paper. Yeah, the most. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you want to sort, I guess, Chiseling at some point. Stones. Otherwise, you're going to have to like erase Chalk and draw board. stuff. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Anyway, sort that. Uh, and then from the highest to the lowest. And somewhere on that on that page, there's going to be a line. 
Like everything above this line is secret sauce. Like, I, like I'm the only person that can do this. Mm -hmm. And I really wouldn't want to part with this much money to have this done. And then he said, quite frankly, never, ever again do anything below the line. Totally agree. Mm. Just don't, don't Tiger do Woods should never cut his own lawn. There's this old thing in ever. economics <laughs> about the opportunity cost because you could go make a dollar, you could go make $100 an hour while you could pay someone $10 an hour to do it. I yeah. agree. I, I always like to say, if you don't have a good assistant, you are that. You are your own <laughs> you are well, they said that Bill Gates, though, like I, to my other point, though, that there is a point, though, where just because I don't want to do it doesn't mean I shouldn't do it. Yeah. Right. Like when I first started off as a solo attorney, I was my own paralegal. I was my own assistant. I was my right. own runner. And learning those things, now I know what they take to be done. And, and I wouldn't have before. I'm my own clerk. I'm you know. So those yeah. things. I, but I, otherwise, I completely agree that uh, we don't understand our own economic value of time or the opportunity cost of replacement of ourselves. No, no idea. So. But I think I think that was such a good exercise. Um, I, I've been meaning to get to it. I haven't done it yet. I had a busy day. I didn't have a busy day yesterday. Yeah, so as we get, as we get I, I tried not to, but here's the problem. So I have a great, like I've been trying to stop listing houses for probably two years, but I have such great, amazing clients that I love. Yeah. And when they call me and they're like, I want you to either help me buy this multi-million dollar house or of I want course. you to help me sell a multi-million dollar house. And I enjoy them as humans. Right. I don't say no. Cause I, I, it's, it's great return on my, on my time sure. and I love them and I love doing what they do. Anyway, my client yesterday, Michael, who is a, an international banker that lives in Moscow. Uh, I've oh. bought and sold many houses for Michael. Michael is a wine aficionado, right? He's a wine aficionado. And I go to his house history because he's finally decided to pull the plug completely on Vegas and he's just going to be full-time in Moscow. Well, the problem is he's like, I can't take my wine. <laughs> I can't take it. Well, so, <laughs> so, so, so it's 1130. Now I learned, you know, I don't know who it was like Floyd Wickman or some dude a million years ago when I got in real estate and you get their super closers seminar or whatever it was. It came with cassettes <laughs> it was in a bind, no hard, and a, no and a paper court, binder. No. Yeah. Whatever it was. And, uh, it said, you know, like if your client ever offers you a drink, you never say no. If it's, if it's tea, you drink tea. If it's coffee, you drink tea, coffee. If it's water, you drink water. Dude, this dude was cracking open like it's eleven thirty in the morning. Opus I'm rap, ones. I'm okay, fuck. Yeah, no, oh, I'm rap, no. I'm, no more. Yolo. He, he's 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 like he has this like incredible reserve stock of like the Spanish wine that he flew in. It's impossible to get in the states. Uh, we're cracking open like Cava, the Stag's baby. Leap, like the super reserve. It's like nine hundred a bottle. He's like. Let's drink it. Drink it. Thanks for the call, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no, no, no kidding. So anyway, <laughs> so my, my, my listing appointment, which normally, you know, they take 30 minutes. I'm there for three hours mm -hmm. and uh, to the point where, yeah, I had to kind of hang around, drink a cup of coffee for a while before I left. And uh, yeah, so, so my whole day got ruined yesterday. But anyway, back to- oh, ruined. That sounds like a yeah. ruined day. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about ruined. <laughs> yeah. Ruined might be a tough word. Yeah, that might not but, be But let's talk about that. So let's do this. Uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish it up talking about the hardcore closers rules with money hey it's john gafford if you want to catch up more and see what we're doing you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've things we talked about on the show as well as links to the youtube where you can watch us live and if you want to catch up with me on instagram you can always follow me at the john gafford i'm here give me a shout Back from the break, boys. If you're just catching us on YouTube, my name's John Gafford. Of course, with me as always, Colt Amadon and Chris Connell, counselor. Today we're discussing, or part two, part de, if de you will. French. Part de, if you will. 
of uh, I was at my mastermind group this weekend, the Avengers in uh, Huntington Beach. Our meeting was this week, and of all the f- cool stuff we learned and all the stuff that I went through that I picked up, uh, Ryan Stuman, the hardcore closer. If you don't follow him, go check him out over on Instagram or really on any channel. The guy's omnipresent, which is good. Uh, but yeah, he did a deal where he was uh, the twenty-one laws, his twenty-one rules of money. Some of it rudimentary, and some of it was very eye-opening. Uh, we've already been through a lot of it so far, which was good. Had a little bit of a difference of opinion on the never work for the same dollar twice. Uh, see, I think I still think that. I want to go back to that for a second. Yeah, okay. Because so, I think I think you're you're trying to say that you have to do that if you're building up. I think there are people. So, so it's one of these things where there's always f- for examples, right? There can be there can be these. Nothing is monolithic though. Nothing is going to be just like this. Sorry, Colt. What was that? Can you spell that? Smell that's called mono. <laughs> He's got a bad cough and he was yeah. ruling out things. One of them was the kissing disease. <laughs> but no, there's times like I remember a time in my life I um, paid for my own college coming up and I had negative $9,981 in, in my account. I had a line of credit for 10000 Okay, but again, again, that's an investment in yourself. Though. Sure, that's not sure. working for the same dollar. But that's not what, so what I'm saying is I couldn't give 10% of anything to charity. Like I was literally starvation. I used to take food that they were going to throw at my restaurant, and that's how I ate for the week until I see, got a busboy shift where I'd make fifty dollars to be able to buy books and bus fare. See, I was I, taking a bus. I was living with roommates. I literally had no money. I see. Again, I'm going to argue with you on that one because there are people that I know. Um, there's a kid named Caleb Maddox, and a kid anymore now. He's a grown man, but I've known Caleb since he was probably thirteen. Uh, he was like the young Tony Robbins guy, guy, and his dad's a wonderful, wonderful guy. And they always said it when they were that times were hardest when the fridge was empty, uh, when nothing they had nothing. That's when it was time to go give. That was when it mm-hmm. was time to go out there and give into the yep. world. And you know maybe it's not money. Maybe if you don't have money to go do yeah, that, maybe it's just going to give them back somewhere. And I did. I started a charity back then called because I was walking by homeless people all the time. Yeah. And it was you know young idealist. I was twenty one years old and walking by homeless people. So I started a foundation, a little mm-hmm. thing for myself. Back then, I would walk by homeless people and I'd say. Hey, I'm making it and I got nothing. You literally have a greater net worth than me because I have negative $9,981 and you have a zero. I would trade financial positions with you and I would become way ahead. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd get out from under ten thousand dollars. Yeah, there were a lot of times in my life when I the goal is get back to broke. I was just trying to get if back to get back to zero. I can be square. I'm rich. Just get me back to zero. I lived up for four years under that revolving line of credit where I'd go pay it down and you know work busboy shifts. So yeah, there was a point. So I did. I started a foundation where I said. You can't get a job. It was one of those things where I thought that the job. So your was foundation was yelling at homeless people no, on the side. It's like, what? You, you can't, can't get a job? What are you lazy? Called, you can't have my money, but you can have my time. Oh, there you go. And I was a young college student, so I had access to computers. This is two thousand. I mean, like it sounds funny, but so I was like, give me your information. I'll type you up a resume. This is back in the day. I'll show you how yeah, fucking yeah, old type, I am. Type up a resume. I'll type you up a resume. I'll send it out to people who have you know free classifieds because I had the university library at my hand. So does everybody else. Yeah, I could live without money. I, I could entertain myself for free. I, I know where resources come from, but a lot of people don't. So these people that guys like, Oh, I got my forklift license. I could do this. I could do that. I just can't find a job. I'm homeless because I can't find a job. Yeah. So I said, I guarantee you that I can fix that. And I have no money, Yeah. but I have enough that I can mail out your resume or drop them off on my way to whatever. Send it pony express. You I'm going to get this guy a job. Nice. I, I have that power. And I think that was a flex. Were, were you suc- were you successful with this? Did I got you find a job, job interview. Guy never called me back. 
So that that was that was round one. And there's a lesson. That was and round there, one. And there's a lesson. And that was that. a lesson. Then I did it again and again. So probably after five or six people, I stopped. Yeah. But I was dedicated and I did it and I felt followed through and I kept getting calls and callbacks for jobs. Then I realized, whoa, I don't really understand why. It's not that they can't find a job. That is not the, right. the it's it, a lot of times the, the it's mental will, health the, the issue, addiction, the will in the way, whatever. But I was at an age where I didn't understand yeah. that people have different motivations and reasons for whatever. Yeah. So that I remember was very, very disheartening. I didn't let it completely destroy all fucking people are this and that way. Yeah. But it did open my eyes that it's not always that people need a handout or a, a hand up or whatever. Sometimes yeah. people have other things going on or, you know, I still to this day am salty about it because yeah. I really, really cared and I tried more than I just I was like, hey, I have the power to do this. Watch yeah. this. It's that no, I, I, yeah. I think all I think all of it. I think I think that's a that's a youth thing. I think everybody's burned burn in a situation like that where you have this project. Yeah. You're going to help this person and you're going to get them back yeah. on the square and you're going to get them moving in the right direction. And, uh, you know, pretty soon you kind of realize there's some sort of ulterior thing going on, alternative deal that Why maybe <laughs> alcoholism or drugs or, or whatever, whatever it might yeah. be that is. Why aren't there any mansions in Alphabet City? It's like, well, yeah, because sometimes you invest in places that have, you know, uh, you know, aren't great places to invest a lot of times your time. So yeah, that's where I learned. I think you try to help people out and uh, you'll learn that. Some people learn it earlier, some people later, but the world can't help everybody out. Yeah, and well, I, I think, think that's why you see some of those missionaries. Remember what was that one those missionaries that got on boat trying to help out that little island in the middle of nowhere no, that was a kill guy you? who was told not to go there. <laughs> no, I thought it was two or three no, guys. No, one you're guy. exactly right. It was a guy uh, told he, paid, not to go he there. paid these fishermen this is off the Indian coast. Yeah. And he got murked because they're like don't come here. And he's like, oh, I'm going to bring you Jesus. How do you get murdered yeah. with spears? Well, because, spears. Yeah, he spears yeah. that. Is there top five worst ways to die? Being speared I mean, to death right. on a boat. Take a, a spear in the spear. neck. It's, it's got to be close. Let's see. Okay, let's go. <laughs> why, 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 why not, Colt? You know, whatever you want. Take a hard left here. Yeah, no, but, but, but whenever he tosses one into the ring, hey, I think we owe it to the world to entertain it. it. Top five worst ways to die. Here we go. Hard left into Colt's brain. Let's have it, Colt. My top five? Yeah. yeah, sure. oh, yeah. Why, we I was asking your top no, five. No. I, mean, I think dying I'm anyway dying to hear is this. my top five. What um, would be the worst? Let me, let me start number one because I don't know how – I don't want to get number five and then forget number one. I okay. think uh, – Burning alive, number one. Burning alive. Burning alive. Okay. Second's drowning. Drowning. Third, possibly be a spirit the next. <laughs> I mean, that's possibly number three. <laughs> number four, just dying at. Did your wife choke you? Kill you? That that's a, that's a real that's a that's real a threat. Real, in his house. That's a real. <laughs> The chunk real scared and beaten to death by the chunk. Yeah. Uh, number five, <laughs> I think, would be like dying being an equestrian person because the horse <laughs> got mad at you. Number five. So, uh, the, uh, this is obviously a kid that didn't spend too much time reading about medieval torture. No, 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 no. There's one well, where they heat yeah. up a cauldron and put a rat on your stomach and it, it literally eats, yeah, its, eats its way, way through, through your organs. You. I'm going to take drowning over that because it's that is literally Are a pain, no. painless. Yeah. Have you one seen the ones where done. they hooked your arms together? And see, this, you guys gotta give me more you, time. To think you, my top five next. You time. picked like dr getting, drowning. <laughs> drowning. <laughs> Have you ever almost drowned? I almost yeah, drowned. It's, it's a fraction of a second, and it's pretty peaceful in that moment. Actually, no, right here. mine was scary as shit. 
and some random guy looked like an angel came out of the woods and saved me. That's a true story. Wait, what? Yeah, okay. I almost drowned okay. once. Again. Uh, I'm going to take that over the rat in my stomach on no, a boiling I, I cauldron. Get, how do you pass over the angel guy out of that? Because it's cold. I, I thought he was kidding. <laughs> no. You, <laughs> it's a l- real listen, story. Listen, listen. Because you know the evangelicals say, are going to no. come out and be like. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen. You know how they say when the surf's up, you got to surf? I mean, when it, when it pops up, you got to go. <laughs> the, the wave's high right now. Yeah. What, uh, what, uh, surf's well, okay, so I was super cold. young. Okay, go ahead. Cold super young. <laughs> with my brothers, we were camping, and there was a little bridge that was, the river was flowing over it because it was such a high flow. And my brothers were older. They got across it. I didn't. I went in. My older brother, my oldest brother took off running. Asshole just left <laughs> to drown. But I was hanging on one little rock. My he's brother, thinking, he's thinking more yeah, Christmas yeah, presents. Yeah, more Christmas I'm presents. pretty sure this is like half the first episode of Lord of the Rings. But go on. <laughs> pretty much everything in my life's movie. So then my, my middle brother grabbed me. He went in. He was holding on to the, the bridge thing. Uh, we're under... I could not uh, swim at this time. I was a goner. Some guy came out of the woods, grabbed us, put us up. He was white-haired, white beard, everything. Santa Claus? Kind of. And then he just put us there but the question walked is, back into the woods. Did you offer to get him a job, and then he didn't show and up for the interview? And then he said, uh, that nope. Why would you go angel and not Santa Claus? Yeah. <laughs> because he, he was white, an angel. He said white beard. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. That's was he, what he looked like. Was he like. chunky? No, no, he was, was too skinny. Suit? He was like six <laughs> two, probably one ninety. Too small to be Santa Claus, but Wait, okay. probably too big for an Please angel. Tell me this is the Dossie. Hey, hey, he's no, most no, interesting let's, man. Let's back, no, let's back. Know. Let's back up. Let's back up. So you're not old enough to know how to swim, but I'm old enough to know a guy's six. Yeah, two. you can profile a guy to yeah, six two yeah. and one ninety five. You can size him up that quick. Smell of sandalwood. Smelled of sandalwood. Sandalwood. You smell like meat and cheese. Yeah, I I almost drowned. It was not peaceful, Chris, for sure. No, no, no. Yes, I understand the moment a panic arises, but I'm sure the moment a panic arises when you're being ripped limb from limb by the four horses of the... Yeah. Yeah. I I guess we should have gone top five. That whole whole Braveheart thing. Oh, you know what I'll go with the horse would be? You know what? I don't like Mel Gibson, so I don't like Braveheart. Did you watch the Viking show? Yeah. Did you ever see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Blood Eagle thing. Oof. If you didn't see that, see this is, this is what they do. They would, and I don't even know if this is like a real Viking thing. It just was on the show, but apparently they would take you and tie up on a tie up on a on a deal with your arms up like this, right? With your arms straight out, and they go behind you with an axe and they would cut you in the back to where it broke your rib cage, but not enough not enough to kill you, but to kill you. And then they would reach in and pull your lungs. Out of your out of the slits, so they were on your back like wings. Feel like you're dying right at that point. Yeah, and if you, and if you cried out, you didn't get to go to Valhalla or whatever yeah. it was. Is that, re- is that is, I don't even hey, know. O- Odin has a bunch of rules. Valhalla yeah. is very specific because you have to die brave. Yeah, you can't be a wuss. You can't, you can't oh, be like I uh, would not die brave. Yeah, you and you and Mel Gibson both love angels, and I think you'd both die brave. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if Me Cold, and Mel Gibson have nothing. You and Mel Gibson no, Cold, if you showed up, if, if, if you showed up, if you showed up at Valhalla, they'd be like, "What happened?" You're like, "Well, my wife told me to shut up, but I didn't listen, <laughs> and then I'm here." <laughs> I, I guess happened. I should have reached out and stopped by. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh, Vets going to Valhalla yeah. for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, she's going to Valhalla. I, again, I don't know if I've told you this, but every single Father's Day, I call and wish Yvette a happy Father's Day. <laughs> That's a true story. That's a true that story. A true every story. single Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, buddy. Oh, <laughs> dick. Such a dick. And this is why I don't like you guys. I don't know no, how I got stuck on that. I'm shocked I stayed here for 13 episodes. I know. I know. That's, no, we, we love you, Colt. We, we talk about money strategy. Money, I know. Yeah. How boring would this be if we were talking, talking about this? But everybody's sitting back. there thinking, how would the worst way be killed? Now I think of it getting your head caught off the way you're alive. <laughs> Do you think that people like that show because the Vikings are so handsome, John? Is that why? Because you get your wife to watch I don't, I, My wife refused to watch my, it. My wife. That's why John Whoa. watched Did it. She? The biggest girl crush on Lagatha. Oh, yeah. Dude, I loved it. That was one of those shows where like, I would watch it and my wife hated it, but it, but it was cool because it became like... The only time I could watch it was when I was on like the treadmill. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, I want to be on the treadmill all the time because then I can watch this watch show. show yeah. That was it. Yeah. So that I became like watching my thing. when Ragnar died. Oh, did you? Yeah. The sons that we haven't watched that. Spoiler. Season. Oh, you spoiler. haven't watched this. Ah, it's, oh, yeah. It finishes up pretty solid. Pretty yeah, solid. I know. Yeah. Pretty solid. But the earlier stuff, I like the I like the earlier stuff. I like better. the Ragnar. But did you watch it? There's another one, um, Last Kingdom. Have you watched that one? No. Similar present, similar idea, equally as good. Do you ever just think of those shows and think about how horrible it would? Lived to be in a time not oh, only horrible. when life was just difficult like that. I'm talking about pre Novocaine. Have you ever had a toothache? Oh, God, <laughs> you know they say I have, a, I have a I have a time machine. You can go anywhere. I'm like the day after they invent Novocaine, Novocaine. <laughs> because having a toothache and having someone like smash just it out of your oh, face. Oh, oh no, they're doing it. They're they're going straight. What was it? Castaway when he takes the skate and just bangs it out with the rock. That oh, was God yeah, sakes. They pull was a tooth. That you're not passing the worst out. movie ever. Castaway. Top five worst movies. Welcome back, Colt. Welcome back to the conversation. Colt, what would you say are the top five worst movies? Now you throw Castaway in there. Hanks. Honestly, I could go. Saving Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan? Don't like it. <laughs> I don't think you're not allowed to like that Forrest movie. Forrest no. Gump? Horrible. <laughs> Castaway. You know, Absolutely. You know, okay. Horrible. Hate him. Can we go back? Can we go, can we go back? I think now after hearing this list, I'd rather hear the top five movies you think are good. I Actually, think I'd rather hear that. Point. I think I'd rather hear yeah, that. Give me a second to think about that. I'll, I'll tell you mine. Mine are at the top All of right, my go head. Ahead. Go ahead. Fight Club, Seven, The Game, Usual Suspects, I, and American Psycho. Mm. Okay, I'm there with you with Fight I'm Club. there with you with seven. I'm there with you with Fight Club. Seven. I'm there with you with Usual Suspects. The game. A lot of people haven't with with Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, right, where and he Sean Penn. Yes, Sean Penn and Michael whole Douglas. Cycle. It's it's fi it's Fincher. Yeah. See, that I, is the most. See, for me, I'm going to go. I think Pulp Fiction is. Just, I, but then, like five Tarantinos are. I six know you got to kind of put them all in there, and then they're all it's just all like. Then Tarantino is probably my favorite director, and then Fincher. Yet Fincher has three in my yeah. top five. Well, that's and I would number say one Godfather two. Yeah, it's a great film. Two Godfather two. two. But I don't get. I don't think about Godfather in the way I think about Fight Club on a daily basis or Pulp Fiction. Remember that that video John was shooting for Simply Vegas Real Estate? No, it's for the Simply, <laughs> Simply Group. Simply for the Simply Group. That is just cool. There's just something cool. California, it's lifestyle. It's yeah. interesting. Godfather's got a place. Yeah. Right? Apocalypse Now has a place. Love it. They, they have these things, right? But I don't sit there and crave to watch Godfather 2. No. I'll well, watch no, Pulp no. Fiction right now. Well, okay, well, well, okay. Let me let me ask a let me ask a more important question. All right, the mix Colt's still trying to figure out what his top five favorite movies are. <laughs> not Tom Hanks. <laughs> not, not big. Not Tom, Tom Hanks. Not big. Not, not big. Yeah, oh, he's like big. He's like big. No, he was in that one too. Big, Damn it. No, he's in like that one. I can't go there. No. I, I'm it. telling you, there's going to be something <laughs> like 20 years. It's it's going to come out. Tom Hanks. 
You've it's got mail. Ah, I can't do that with Horrible. Either. Yeah, I think it's- They're all horrible Okay, movies. listen, listen. I, I can kind of appreciate where you're going with it, because this is how I feel about Mumford & Sons. Like, I went to a Mumford & Sons concert. Uh, Carrasco dragged me to one, yeah. right, one time, one point. This is when they were first sure. coming up. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this band, and I'm looking around at the crowd, and I'm like, none of these people know the words of this song. Yeah. They're all kind of head bobbing, but nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah. And then you're like, 90% of the people are here because someone told them this is supposed to be that's good. Cool. That happens a that's lot of things. Calming. Like I think that's why everyone liked the movie Crash and the movie Avatar. Because I people- like Crash. That's, oh my this God. is- and Tom Hanks never was saw Avatar. Yo, I got my never saw. <laughs> number one worst movie ever. <laughs> He's going to say Star Wars. Crash. He's going to say Star Wars. He's never and seen you know a Star what? Wars movie. Norm McDonald. Did you know this? He's You've never Norm, seen Norm any McDonald Star Wars movie. Sorry. Actually went off the uh, same One of the new ones? Any, any of them. them. They're horrible. Because I'm not a freaking little 13-year-old nerd. What That's are you why talking about? Hey, he's never, no Empire Strikes Back. No Jedi. Not so I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I had like this stuff as a kid. And I yeah. liked it as a kid. But, but I don't go back and nerd out. But those are unbelievably good movies. Yeah. Oh, the hero's oh my journey, my God. friend. The hero's it journey. is the hero's journey from beginning to no, end. You know what I hate? Not. Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? How do you hate that? You know what? It, the ride's a lot better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, you've never seen a Star Wars never. film. Never. Even the, never. The, the, the one, two, and three never. that came never. out. Never. I'll be We had this discussion one day, and he said, I, and he this came out of his mouth. You ready? This came out of his mouth. I don't care nothing about Dark Vader. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So me and John, how did they miss that? Shay. How did they miss that? Because how do you go Darth Vader, not Dark Vader? <laughs> this is, you're putting me on. No, I swear to God, he believed that. I know yeah. there's cameras here, but this is the thing. It's this like, is, yeah, this is let's real. see how dumb this Connell is. is. This is real. No, this is real. How this did they miss that? Real. Now that you real. think about that. <laughs> fucking two people on earth that would have this conversation with. No, this 50% is real. 50% of humans on earth. <laughs> That I could have this conversation with her literally in this room. I know. St I know. Statistically, that, this is more improbable of you being a fucking Olympic speedwalker. <laughs> what is that? Dark Vader's a better name? The Darth, writers it's not, fuck that up. It's, Darth is a, a title. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's his title. It's not no. dark. It's because he wears black. Anakin's but he should, and he's a bad guy. <laughs> Everything about him is darkness. The level of sophistication. It's not. He's got you know the what's hilarious? Do you know what's hilarious? Oh One of my gosh. top ten favorite oh movies? <laughs> Spaceballs. I'm not saying you're wrong either. But no. I've never seen... Uh, Star Wars, so uh, how could I... Dark Helmet? Yeah. <laughs> is it Dark Helmet, Big Helmet? They, they nailed it for you. Mel Brooks uh, is your lane. Mel yeah, Brooks? Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, I'm just, Why would I not know this? I don't, how does this not come I, up? I, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot about it. I mean, there's so oh many There's God. so many gems like this, but... that's just, No, fuck uh, money. Cool. <laughs> Dark Vader is a way better character than Darth. Have you ever met a guy named Darth? Not somebody you want to go drink with. And I love it. Or anything he's married Garth. to it. Have you ever like met a guy Garth? named Anakin? He doesn't Who's have Anakin? an idea what he's talking about. Oh, say that. Oh, is no Anakin idea. a boy Again, or a girl? Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Chris, though. <laughs> Dark Vader is a I'm, better name for a villain than Darth. He's I'm not, not afraid of uh, anybody named Darth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you ever met anybody named Darth? I'm the closest, probably Garth, who is scary as shit. Have you seen the Garth? Garth Brooks. Brooks? Have you seen his documentary? I've seen that G- guy's I- got dead bodies in his farm with Trisha Yearwood. You know, I totally agree with that. Actually, Colt's now back talking sense. <laughs> yeah. Garth Brooks. If you ever watch it, he starts referencing himself as G in a third person. Oh, he's yeah. scarier to me than Anakin Skywalker. Oh, oh boy, for sure. He's got dead bodies. But you understand that there's Legend. something a little bit more complex than just about <laughs> bad guys and good guys, right? These aren't like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies where it's like, that's the that's the predator. He's a yeah. bad guy. And even that had nuance to yeah, it. I like the predator. <laughs> you didn't? Do you know what like one I like? Predator? Do you know what How Arnold like movie predator? I like? Did you see the How one where they like say kindergarten kid? No, a kindergarten. It's not a tumor. Oh that, that's the best part. But no, have you seen the one where the kid gets sucked into the movie? Yeah, Last Action Hero. Last yeah. Action Hero. Great Hero. film because it ACDC. broke down the fourth wall. Yeah. And there in film, that was an interesting character thing to do Yeah, in 1994 or whatever it was. Whatever it was. So back, oh, okay. God, that was great. So Cole, you still haven't come up with your top five movie. Let's uh, my, my top five would be Casino number one. Casino's great. All right, it's a great movie. There you go. Casino. That's um, a movie, kid. <clears throat> You know what I Bob. like the, the, a movie wise that's not too many people love uh, Man on Fire, Denzel. Yeah, I, love I, mean, I don't okay. think of it. Yeah, okay. You've never All seen right. Man on Fire? Yeah, yeah come and go. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay. HBO, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, number three, maybe like uh, uh, Super Bad. Great movie. Okay, yeah, come and go. <laughs> you're, you're like the you're like the you're like the eight, North eight, Korean eight. judge at the Olympics at this yeah. point. Oh, that was it's just going to go left field. Yeah. Yeah. Siskel and Eber are both. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. They're going, no, huh? huh? The one, are they both dead now? Gene, yeah. Oh, my God. They're both dead. Yeah. So what else Travers you got? Keep, go, keep going. Keep rolling. Number four would be... Oh, please throw in like <laughs> movies. I mean... Like Coco. <laughs> Sicario. Love Sicario. Great okay. film. Number one. It. And I'd go Godfather 2. Okay. Two, two was go. a great one. Great but more, one. But more importantly... When you're at home by yourself, not right. not no more Dark Vader. We can't have that discussion anymore. I could do that all day, where he literally says it with sincerity. Hey, dude, he's married to it, which is the best part about it. One but more the, time, hold on, like <laughs> you're going to say <laughs> Darth is his, <laughs> is his title? Darth is it's Darth Vader. It's not dark. I, no, that would have been better better name. White. What's Darth? Is that his first name? It's like okay, you understand that there's a lot of things going on in the intergalactic space that Star Wars exists in, right? Do you realize? So that there's no, not he's, real. He's never not seen real. This. There's uh, Darth Maul. Darth yes. Maul is a Sith. Yeah. I think uh, Vader Sith? is a Sith. This this is going to be a I had long. A Sith this is going to be a long. Could you ago. imagine if you're like? No, he thinks he has a Sith taken out of his leg two weeks ago. <laughs> This is going to be a lot. Yeah, I think we need to let this one go. Why is he a Vulcan and not a Vulcan? I I don't know. (laughs) I I know people are behind. Norm MacDonald was on this. What do you think of Star Trek? Uh, Reading Rainbow Guy? That's the only thing I remember about it. What? The guy from Reading Rainbow. That should be the 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 new uh, Jeopardy. The the thing. Yeah. Still one of my favorite memes. Horrible. The meme where Senator said, uh, I got, uh, if you're having whole problems, I'll feel bad for your son. I got 99 problems, but a breach ain't one. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Oh, oh man. But that's as far as my Star Trek goes. Yeah, we went to a Star Trek uh, trivia. Yeah. By accident. Went to trivia night, my buddy and I. Because yeah. it's been a long time. Bar trivia is kind of fun. Yeah. I bet you're good at that. Um, I mean, I, it depends on the, the categories. If it's just general trivia, we mop up. We went accidentally to a Star Trek trivia night. We ended, up oh get, we ended up sitting, we, we recruited a nerd. Obviously, I'm not just going to sit there and take my lumps because yeah, I've can. watched a couple of the movies maybe and my dad had the show that's on it. the morning. I, like, I have no no idea. Yeah, that's it. 
And um, surprisingly, there's stuff that comes up in pop culture where you kind of have absorbed it. But we we recruited a nerd who kept us afloat there for our first couple of rounds, and it fell apart. Oh God, there was a Gidget a million years ago when she was single. My wife. Uh, <laughs> a million years ago, John. She's only thirty-five. Well, no, no, but I'm saying when she was single, we've been together forever. But when she was single a long time ago, the uh, one of the the Asian guy from uh, from one of the Star Trek Next Generations or whatever. Uh, used to come, to, used to come to the palms where she worked and ask her out all the time. And finally, she acquiesced and went on like one date with the guy. And then the guy was like, "You know, oh, I'm going to take you to India to see all this stuff." And like kept coming around the work, and it was weird. So they all nicknamed him the Klingon, which I thought was pretty funny. pretty appropriate. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's life. where we want to take her, India. Life, life imitates from Star Trek. Life imitates art. Life, life does Klingon. imitate art. But you know, speak of one more thing about movies. <clears throat> oh my god! I have like and this tears. is the thing, dri- this thing that drives her nuts. So obviously it's not Star Wars for you, Colt, but you're home. It's the middle of the day. It's 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 Sunday. The kids are out doing whatever with with the wives, and you're you're on your own accord, and you're fl- and one. you're flipping. And a movie comes, yeah, and a, a movie comes on. on right what now. what do you watch? You are compelled to watch it every time it's on. Give me two or give me three. John Wick one. Okay, I will watch Casino Royale with the Daniel Craig James. Okay, like that is just two, right. John Wick two and three, kind of whatever. John yeah. Wick one is just. Always, yeah, it's, it's always epic. time to watch John Wick one, and then probably uh, Born one. Which one? What is Born, it? The first Jason. Bourne. Jason Born. Yeah, Born. All right. What do you got, Colt? I can't wait to hear this. No, the only one I was thinking now that you said that <laughs> that <laughs> who, on who, Sunday, who knows, Colt? But I can't wait to hear <laughs> on Sunday. This was going through my mind because the one thing's on is football, which I don't watch, um, and secondly is John Wick one, which you, I watched too many. You don't times. watch football? No, I don't. <laughs> But don't get me distracted. That's a whole other really show. Just keep, let, this. Yeah, let him go. Um, so I got on Netflix <laughs> and went through Netflix for like 30 minutes. Fucking there's so much to choose from. Garbage. So I go to Amazon. Amazon. Go through it. Garbage. I spent an hour looking for something. Here's the thing. Within a year, I bet I could make a documentary on something and get it on either Amazon or Netflix. Just as good as I could be on a. a you know what you should make a documentary on? Equestrian, uh, Olympic equestrian, but how, or you know, you can make a document. We could make a movie. One normal man's attempt to you, make it. You know, you could. You know, you could make Olympics. a documentary on the beat. You could so do his training. You chilies, how crappy how it crappy. is for you to serve somebody six margaritas and then have their car towed during a Garth Brooks concert. Chilies, that's how. That's you what you should do. Think Careful that how you start looking. throwing Garth around because he'll get a little worked up. I know up. you do. But for me, think that maybe they're looking for casino. Casino. Like, I could watch that. Right. Um, man, honestly, there's not too many. Man on fire. <laughs> <laughs> same list. The same the Same list. <laughs> that's, that's it. I couldn't watch it. Not like the Matrix one. Never seen the Matrix. I turned it on for 20 I, minutes. It's fucking garbage. Oh, do you want a good movie? Um, what are you uh, talking about? You've never seen the break. Matrix. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Hey, there, there, there you go. go. Okay. Because Matrix. That, no, I saw twenty minutes. That, of no, it's garbage. That those. Here's my. <laughs> twenty minutes of the Matrix and it it's was garbage. garbage. Yeah. You watched the Matrix one. Yeah, yeah. it was garbage. And, and what was garbage about it? Uh, it's just stupid. I don't like that stuff. You know what was great? <laughs> Step Brothers. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. but I agree with you. I think Step Brothers I'll say this, is a great yeah. movie. Movies that I have. To, I'm compelled to watch yeah. whenever they're on. Oh my God. Point Break. I don't know. Point Break. Every, like my, to Did the point he just plant that or was that? No, that's, that, that yeah, really happens. Point Break. Uh, that was on my list. Urban Cowboy. I have no idea why. Never seen it. No clue why I have to watch Urban Cowboy. 
Childhood? Nope. Talladega Nights. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Every single time Napoleon it's on. Napoleon Dynamite. And Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Those four movies, if they're on, I'm watching them. Did you see what they so, uh, named our, said our lacrosse team? What did we get that they just named the... Uh, I don't uh, know if they had... Did they have an official name? Oh, it's the... Nighthawks. Nighthawks. Yeah, is that they're not the, you know, they're actually, you know Nighthawk? Wasn't that the part of the Step Brothers? Call me Nighthawk or something. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think you're right. it was. Yeah, you know our team owned by ninety nine himself, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, yep. Gretzky owns it. They're trying to talk him into playing in Henderson. That'd so be hot. awesome. You guys seen his daughter? They're try- <laughs> Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> no, of course, of course. Oh, you guys say, of course. But that's a bad question. So, I, so I'm more impressed with okay, him burning okay, a beautiful right, daughter. I'm, than I'm, his gonna point, I'm gonna point something out. We would, we're we're going to just get to the rest of these rules about money. I, I, I know. We are why. now on minute 28 of segment two. And we haven't talked about anything except for. Great show, guys. Yeah. Lucky number 13, <laughs> baby. Lucky there, there number 13. On, so my, my first year university oh film God. art book about, I took a movie class. I did too. The cover was The Matrix. Horrible. It was talking about basically why, <laughs> what was so amazing about effects like bullet time, the philosophy of it. Time. And it's just awesome to be like, ah, it sucked. Oh, boy. <laughs> the movie just Horrible sucked. movie. Well, just in, oh, okay, God, real quick, in case you're it. wondering what the rest of the rules of money are as, we yeah, run a, yeah. as the clock winds down to one minute <laughs> left, <laughs> know your numbers always. Check your budget once a month because what gets measured gets improved. Uh, don't just let things roll like that. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Uh, there's no such thing as a uh, guaranteed investment. Figure out about taxes and how to work with and around them. Never rely on one source of income. You should always have multiple income streams. <clears throat> uh, something I cannot read because my handwriting's terrible. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. When you start out, you trade your time for money, but you want to move to trading money for time. So I think that fits in from what you talked about earlier, but not yeah. working for the same dollar twice it, at some point. It, it yeah. all. It all. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, the most valuable thing that you can buy for money with money. The most valuable thing without a shadow of a doubt that you can purchase with money is time and having the freedom to, to spend with your loved ones to do the things that you want to do on a day to day basis is the most absolute valuable thing money can ever do for you. Totally agree. That's what it is. Yep. So that's going to wrap it up for another episode of the power move. I, if you're still listening to this, I'm shocked at this I just, point. I can't like, and, and and please, if you want to berate Colt in the comments, Colt I mean, <laughs> underscore and, I, and IG, hit me yeah, up. Yeah, you can hit him there. You, can, uh, you hate Star Wars. That is your man. <laughs> this is your guy. It's your and guy. There's a lot of people that are behind me on this. I have a feeling. Oh God, what's 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 the IG for you, neighbor? Um, Connell Law LV. Connell Law. Well, guys, remember if you like what we do, please tell a friend. I mean, I got to tell you, the response has been overwhelming. I'm super happy with what's going on. If you like what we're doing, tell a friend. If you hate it, tell two, because it doesn't matter if they're talking good or bad. Bad. What is it, Connell? As long as they're talking about you. As long as they're talking, that's all that matters. Cool. Dead serious. Dead serious. You can never If you want to get Star Wars. more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngaffer.com where we'll share any links that we've things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. <laughs>